Imagine living in the 8th century before the birth of Christ. You're a father, a wife, a farmer. Your country had just won a great victory against two different nations and you're rejoicing and celebrating in the wisdom of the great King Ahaz. And King Ahaz is accepting the praise. And then news of Isaiah's prophecy comes to your town, your street, your home. God will punish you, the nation of Judah, and the nation of Assyria. He will cut both of you down for trusting in yourself and not recognizing the might of God. And so by the time we get to the end of Isaiah chapter 10, the pictures of two giant oak trees that have been laid over in the forest, their glory, their might has been severed. Those two oak trees are the kingdoms of Judah and Assyria. Well, that would be a dark time. What's the point of attempting anything, doing anything productive? I remember reading the story of a particular man who one night at a dinner party, he had spent many summers in Maine and he was fascinating his companions by telling of his experiences in a little town called Flagstaff. The town was to be flooded as part of a large lake for which a dam was to be built. And in the months before it was to be flooded, all improvements and all the repairs in the whole town were stopped. What's the use of painting a house if it were to be covered with water in six months? Why repair anything when the whole village was to be wiped away? And so week by week, the whole town became more and more bedraggled, more and more gone to seed. And then that man added these words of explanation, where there is no hope in the future, there is no power in the present. I imagine that many people in Isaiah chapter 10, especially those who feared the Lord, may have had that same mindset. Why do anything at all? But thankfully, chapter 10 is not the end of the story, but instead it progresses on to chapter 11 where we see that hope rises. God does not leave his people devastated, but rather gives them a reason to hope, to be confident in the midst of discipline and tragedy. Because in Isaiah 11, we have the promise that a branch will come forth from the stump of the fallen tree. And this branch will be wise and understanding and mighty and fear the Lord. It's the promise of the Messiah, the birth of whom we celebrate this week. Christmas reminds us of the promise of hope and confidence and joy that God did fulfill in sending His Son. And that's what we need to hear today as well. Some of us may not, we may know what it feels like not to have any hope in the future, any hope for marriage, any hope for life after tragedy or heartbreak. It seems like your life is broken and there's nothing you can do to repair it. You need to hear this word from God. He's giving you an opportunity to break free from trusting in idols that do not satisfy, from trusting in the world that will only turn its back on you and attack you and consume you, and to put your hope in Christ. When you pray today, please remember Tracy Miller and his family are missionaries in Georgia. And also remember the Marwari Life Word broadcast that's heard in India and Pakistan.